Hey, I did get to uh, record today. Yay. Um, okay. Book review of the day is uh, Academy of Beasts by Becca Fanning. It is book one in a series, but I'm unsure of what the actual name of the book is versus the name of the series. Uh, because it was just Academy of Beasts, book one. I even went and like Googled, looked on Amazon. Apparently, it's Academy of Beasts, book one, by Becca Fanning. Kind of an old school way of doing things, which, you know, if it was an intentional thing and it was meant to be the old school way, that's cool. But if not, and I'm actually missing the separate title, then, oops, sorry, I couldn't find it anywhere. But it wasn't for lack of trying. I looked. I couldn't find it. So, Academy of Beasts, book one, by Becca Fanny. It opens up with a house fire and the main character being saved from the wreckage. Uh, main character's name is Fiona. <coughs> Excuse me. And she's supposed to be a shifter, but has yet to shift, even though she is around, like, 18. And in the beginning of the book, it is her age is questionable, because... One minute she's talking about, she, like, alleges to being 15, like, she's lived in the house that caught fire for, like, the past 15 years of her life. Um, you know, she makes little comments like that, that you're like, okay, so she's 15. But then she turns around and makes comments about going off to university or college and you know, stuff that she would do when she's around 18. Later it is made apparent, but just in the beginning it's kind of, is she 15, 18, somewhere in the middle? I was a little lost. But um, she gets saved from the fire and she passes out, you know, due to smoke inhalation. When she wakes up, she's... Uh, Mm -hmm. She wakes up, she's in a hospital. Something that I just randomly found funny was when she wakes up, she's in a cot. And she thinks that a cot is very clinical. But it's the stone walls that are medieval. And because the stone walls are medieval... She knows she is in a hospital. I've been in a lot of hospitals. If I woke up in a cot, I would not think hospital. I mean, it, the cot is more medieval than stone walls. It sounds like I'm nitpicking. I'm not. I'm just saying. 
you wake up in a hospital, you're usually in a nice, funky, big bed with, like, many buttons. You know? And I've been in hospitals with stone walls, you know? I, I don't know. Don't want to spend too much time on it. it. I just found it odd. And that's me, so... When she wakes up, she meets uh, Theo, who is a bear shifter. And we learn that some people are hunting shifters. And that's why her house burnt down with her parents inside. <clears throat> and it also becomes unclear. Like, they try to start a mystery here. Was she adopted or not? You know, because... Theo and later the rest of the people are claiming that Fiona is a shifter, even though she's never shifted in her life. Uh, but she believes she's human. She believes her parents were human. So, but again, little comments were made that made it seem like she was adopted. And she just doesn't know it. <coughs> Sorry. For some reason, uh, Fiona was assigned to live in the uh, student council dorm. So she automatically assumes that she's on the council instead of something more obvious like uh, she hasn't shifted, so the teachers don't know what dorm to put her in, or there weren't any rooms available. You know, just something else that would make sense instead of, oh, well, if they put me in student council dorm, I'm on the council. Just poof. No. Why do I get a lot of books lately where everybody just automatically assumes something and it happens? Or am I overthinking things? Anyway. Mm. Yeah. Um. Theo is showing her around the dorm, and uh, there's a fox shifter named Jasper, who she is warned to stay away from. Like, he's cranky. Meet Enrique, who's a lion shifter and a player. Dracus is a dragon shifter and a bit of an arrogant douche. <laughs> but that also, you know, he's also Prince of Dragons. So, he's going to be an arrogant douche. <coughs> Fiona then oogles, ogles, someone sitting in a tree from her new bedroom window. And it assumes it's the last council member, Rin. Of course, she's right. But, uh, 
anyway, <laughs> she starts having flashbacks to when she was like really young. Doesn't think they're memories yet, so she's not really sure if they're visions or just flashbacks. You know, just or just something funny her brain is doing because of the trauma she went through. Rin turns out to be a brooding jerk who doesn't want anything to do with Fiona. And I really, at that point, I started leaning towards, like, not liking Fiona. Just, I mean, I know she was supposed to be in trauma, but she was not, I don't know, when we read the book, you know, you get a lot of, um, reactionary, like, the author throws something at the character to see how they would react, sort of thing. At that point, early on, she was not reacting. Like, she was just soaking everything up and not reacting at all. She was blah. You know, it, <coughs> I don't know, I just didn't like her, and especially in the beginning. Um, but she did have, you know, one good thing going for her. She somewhat respected the help. Because, um, I mean, of course, she's ro not rooming with, but she's living with. Uh, Prince of Dragons. So he has, you know, they have maids, they have butlers, you know, that take care of the whole house, not just the prince. But uh, after dinner, a member of the kitchen staff comes to retrieve their plates and she tells them, thank you. All the rich snooty guys around her just look at her funny. You know, and I was happy with the act until she stated why. Sim she thanked them simply because her mother used to do it. So she just thought, that's what you're supposed to do, with no real feeling behind it. You know, I've, I've noticed... Like, even when the children are young, I have younger siblings, I've seen this happen, it's not intentional, but it just, it happens. When people teach their kids to say please and thank you, they usually get into the, the kids ask, why? You know, and instead of playing into the game of why, They'll just say, it's what you do. You're supposed to do it. Or, um, they won't instill the reasoning behind it, I guess. You know, they won't, they try to teach manners, but they only do it like half-assed. So, later when they're older and shit like this happens, there's... It doesn't click 
as to why you are supposed to thank staff or somebody else that is helping you. You know, you it doesn't click in them that they feel grateful for the help or, you know, appreciative of what it is that person did for them. You know, to, mm, so I was happy up until we find out she had no real feeling or thought behind it. And then Dracus, the dragon shifter, obviously, name, duh, uh, basically tells her that the thanks is implied and there's no need to say it. I get the school is like full of elite snobby rich brats and because of that you know they're not going to say please and thank you but <coughs> it still really bugs me obviously and uh mm, I, I can understand the rich and snobby, like, having that mentality, because they do. But, uh, Fiona, as best as I could tell, grew up in a loving, like, middle-class family. She should know better and have a deeper meaning behind her words just because it's you know, past, just because it's what's what she saw done and saying you know that's what she observed or she noticed you know when somebody did something for her mom she said thank you that's almost worse than what I was saying before because it's like her mom and dad didn't even try to teach her manners she just watched the fam watched the parents and that's why she figured you're supposed to thank the help and of course so far all of these plot points i keep hitting on have nothing to do with the story where's the story going i need to stop talking anywho uh first day of classes because you know, it is a school, and it's implied that she's going to go to school. Even though it's a school for shifters, and she doesn't think she's a shifter. She has to take classes. So, first day of classes, we meet a girl named Priscilla. And Priscilla was a nice girl. She was a nice little character. Cute, funny. Ah, the name makes me cringe every time I hear it. Ooh. I hear the name Priscilla, and I think of Elvis Presley's downfall. Like, I don't blame every part of his downward spiral on her, but she was definitely the start of it. Ooh. And it's a name thing, you know? That's why I avoid, and I'm gonna say it again because there's another name that popped up that I don't see yet. Um, I avoid names 
first off, any name within my family is, like, off limits. I can't do it. Nope, because I start thinking about that person, and then I basically write that person into the book, and it could turn out really weird, strange. I just... Family, I stay away... Family names, I stay away from. And then... Any other names that I have, unless I decide that person's going to be like a villain or something, I stay away from any names that I've had bad experiences with. Like, I avoid Priscilla or uh, Elizabeth is another one I stay away from. Friends, eh, it might be a toss-up. I pick and choose sometimes, or sometimes I'll just, uh, when I'm writing like a first draft or something, I'll use their names with every intention of changing them later. Although, which I'll talk more about in a different post, I screwed up one. <coughs> that was fun. Anyway, back to the book. A lot of tangent ranting today. Anyway, uh, Priscilla was a dragon shifter, and, yeah, she was a nice, cute little girl. They, I found an inconsistency. Fiona had started to walk, started her walk to class with a backpack. An hour later, no backpack. Like, she says she never had a backpack. Because it, the fire burned down everything. Two hours later, she's packing up books for her next class after lunch and finds a backpack in her dresser. If she's packing up her stuff for her next classes, what is she packing them into if she doesn't have a backpack? Because she finds the backpack... After she starts packing up her stuff. Disappearing, reappearing backpacks. Somebody has watched Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, we learned that Wren... The last council member that we don't spend much time with is a lone wolf because his pack was killed when he was a little kid. Okay, so we're supposed to have sympathy for the asshole. Yeah. Um, sure. Then the book started, like, to hop settings with no warning. Kind of like the disappearing, reappearing backpack. Um, or, like, the author forgot where the scene... It got bad enough. It was like the author forgot where the scene was taking place. And instead of rereading to find out, just kept going. Uh, one second, Fiona is heading to class. But the next sentence, she's in her room for the night and locking the door. Like, no time had passed. 
like she teleports through time and space and doesn't realize it. That's the best way can we, I can do that. Yeah. So she teleports. Not really, but that's what starts happening. Uh, we meet a second fox shifter. His name is Joffrey. There it is. Again, with the poor name choice. Anybody who has seen Game of Thrones hates the name Joffrey. Because we start thinking about the little dick king who needed to die. I never finished the series, so I don't know what happened. But he needed to die. And so anytime I hear that name, I don't think of another character. I get taken out of the book and I remember my hatred for the little asshole. <coughs> and he was a little asshole. Wait, I think... Didn't he die? See, I keep getting farther from the book. The more I think about it, I think he did die. I think he choked on a bead or something. Or he was supposed to choke and die on the bead. And they framed Sansa for it. Anywho. Oh, two poor name choices in the book. Um, out of nowhere, Fiona decides she wants to escape the school. Like, it came way out of left field. Because... Yeah, she's upset that nobody's giving her the answers to some of the questions she has. Which I haven't really covered what questions she had aside from, you know, who burnt down her house? Is she adopted? Um, why do people think she's a shifter? There was something about, um, and it was never really made too clear... Oh, she thought because nobody was answering her questions, there was something wrong with the school. And nobody would give her answers about the school. So, excuse me. She just, you know, up and decides one night that she wants to escape the school. While she's trying, she gets caught by Wren. And Fiona learns she has a sister. Uh, because of those nice little flashbacks. She learns she has a sister. And the flashbacks start happening more often. We also learned the boys were stalking her every move. Hang on, I, I'll be back. Okay, sorry about that. Where was I? Um... Out of nowhere, Fiona decided to escape from the school for, you know, no other reason other than to be a petulant teenager. I, it, it was weird and crazy. She starts having flashbacks, and 
they all, she also notices Ren, Theo, Dracus, Enrique, Jasper, these five guys that she's living with and on the council with uh, are stalking like her every move. Okay, um, and again, they won't tell her why, so she's like confused and weird. The book ends with her meeting a man in a garden. He's wearing a mask and cape, calls himself Mr. X, and wants to know about the mysterious birthmark that she has on her back. So, I can only assume, excuse me, unless Jasper told somebody else about her birthmark, he's the only one who's seen it, and most likely to be Mr. X. But I could be wrong. Um, it was a fast read. I feel like it was unfinished and unpolished. Maybe mm, two out of five stars. I didn't really care for any of the characters. Um, I was a bit, you know, interested in her past. But at the same time, not really. Uh, I do make some predictions here. Um, she's going to be a rare shifter. Possibly one that can shift into two different types of animals instead of just one. Based off a couple of clues, I'd say either a wolf or a bear. Because she seemed closer to uh, Theo and Rin even though Ren wanted nothing to do with her and she spent very little time with him, she just seemed more attuned to either a bear or a wolf. Um, because she's a rare shifter, her parents hid her in the human world for safety, but uh, whoever the bad guys are found her, tried to kill her. Again, all speculation and educated guessing. Definitely don't think I'm going back for book two. Um, and it, while I was pondering over this, I went to Amazon and I looked up book two and I just read the description. And it seems almost like a repeat of book one. She's still not getting any answers. It um, it doesn't seem from the description like she had eventually shifted. It just seemed like a big repeat. So I went to number three to see if there was anything that struck me as new. It was almost a repeat again. I made it all the way up to like book five reading the descriptions and there's like again didn't get a definitive answer because Amazon at one point said there was eight and f 
another point said there was 31. And another point, it said there were 13 in the series. Or not 13, sorry, there were 15 in the series. So, yeah, I'm not sure. But I made it all the way up to five. And it seemed like five might be moving forward. But to me, it is not worth spending however much I would need to to get from book one to book five to figure it out. Um, yeah, it, it also reminded me a lot of that new um, Winx series on Netflix. And the, another one I can't think of, and I still can't, I even put it in my notes to look for it. I, I can't think of what it was. But I'm like, I know I've seen something, like, I've seen this story before. And I'm pretty sure that's where I got part of the predictions from. I don't know, it just does not there was no yeah, it was just meh even slightly less than meh because I didn't connect with any of the characters I mean, it had potential to do well, but it just did not work. And it sucks because I was really, you know, interested in it. And it just did not work for me. Another reason it didn't work, I learned that I probably should have mentioned earlier, I forgot until now, it is... A reverse harem book for some reason I've never got into the reverse harems like they don't bug me but I just I don't read them I don't connect with them um, yeah <clears throat> And, like, how many constitutes is a harem? Because there generally seems to... It, the few that I have tried, there always seems to be, like, at least five or more. And the only thing that runs through my head is, what the hell do you need five guys for? Like, I understand five guys is a really good restaurant, but... um in life, in your sexual interactions, I, because I'm, it's the same thing as, um, one guy marrying like 50 wives or five or, you know, why, how, um, 
yeah, um, I could see maybe, you know, like having a casual encounter a couple of times, but not like on a daily basis, you know, I just, I, I don't know. I just, it never clicked with me for the reverse harems, sometimes even normal harems are, they don't click with me. I don't, it just, whatever I'm in the mood for at the time, normal harems click or not, reverse harems never did. And because another reason I didn't click with this book, it was gearing up towards a reverse harem. And I think I felt that kind of going in when they just started throwing men left and right at the main character, Fiona. I, was, I think I got the feeling, but I it didn't really register until I went and Googled it. Or went to Amazon, whatever. And so that was another point I just did not like, couldn't get past... And I think, I'm thinking I need to revise how I pick my books. Because I went off title, name, and actually, for this one, name, cover, and a description. That And it was like, ooh, this is interesting. This would be a, right up my alley. No. It was executed poorly, in my opinion. So, book one of Academy of Beasts by Becca Fanning. Have a good day. Oh, no, sorry. Have a good night. <laughs>